The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to westwatwallstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. Before we get to this month's passive income report, are you in a position to want to start your own passive income, but you don't know where to start? This is your opportunity to learn how to do short-term rentals. Russ, why don't we talk a little bit about your experience with Alexandria and going through our STR mastermind in the last six weeks or so here? Yes, if you haven't heard, I, I did a video, and we need to put this in the show notes, where my daughter is turning 16 this coming summer, and we were buying a car, and we were talking about how is she going to be able to pay for that car, and she was learning that she had cash value in her insurance policies. That was but a good day, by the way. It was a good day for her. She, she didn't know quite... <laughs> Uh, about all of that and how much money was in those. But then I also had to turn the tables on her and say, hey, there, you're going to have to pay this back, right? This isn't a free deal and you're going to have to learn how to do it. And since she doesn't have a job and probably wouldn't be able to create the amount of income with the requirements that she has with, time, uh, with school and with SWIM, I said, you know, you can learn how to run your own short-term rental business. And, and so we... We started off in the January class of 2021 with her learning how to actually set up her first short-term rental. And we, we actually did that. We just took it over um, a week or so ago, and it was really fun to go over there with her as the designers were in there, Joey. Yeah. And and she was, like, helping out with, like, the color scheme and, like, picking out which one she liked the best. Oh, cool. And, and then also just just to kind of see her like learning how this goes, how you set this up on Airbnb and, and how the rent, you know, how, when we, we got that first, we went and put the coming soon stuff on there before the unit was ever um, to be rented. And then when I was able to show her, look, you see how the, the unit's actually already been rented. Like we, it's rented even before we can actually officially have somebody come in there. Just that whole process was how really. How excited was she when that happened? Uh, she's pumped, man. She's like, this is great. Like, how do I have 50 of these, right? I mean, you know, like, how, how do I multiply this? She's just like her dad, like, hit the pedal to the metal, right? No pun intended. So that's one of the, the fun things about this, which I, I love because we're, we're about to start the March class here coming up pretty soon, and that one's already full. And so if you want to get your own uh, passive income going, you want to get $500 in the first 90 days and learn how to do that, I would encourage you to join our short-term rental mastermind. You can go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash STR mastermind, and you can join for the May course because we have a May class that's going to be coming up. And, and every class, Joey, is just getting that much better. I've just seen Clint, who is teaching this, who, as you know, is the one who's running our, right. uh, our, our own personal units. He knows exactly what it takes to get someone off the ground. Man, he is in the trenches. If you run into any issues along the way, chances are he's been there because he's had to take us from ground zero to now 19 units in just a little over six months. So anyways, he's a great instructor. 
to get you to that point. And uh, again, maybe this isn't the best fit for you. Maybe it is. Go check out that website, learn more about it, and we'd love to have you in the next class. All right. Now, as we uh, prepare for today's podcast, today's one of those episodes where we're showing exactly what we're doing, what's happening in our own passive income investment businesses, because our goal, just like yours, is to be financially free. That's when our passive income is greater than our monthly expenses. And today you're going to get to hear about some of those exciting things that happen in the month of January and a couple of those issues that we probably need to clear up and fix before <laughs> the next month. It's not all roses and rainbows, but it, if this is what it is, we're going to be open and honest with you. Uh, let's jump into the January 2021 passive income update. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. All right, January... Passive income report stallion. I'm looking at 2021. The, yeah. Let's be clear. I'm looking at the numbers okay. here and there's there's some fun stuff on the board. Yeah, I'm excited, uh, especially within our land business. Land I feel, business. I feel like that was the highlight. All right. For the person who's never heard this before and they're saying the land business, what does that mean? Okay. So first of all, you can check out exactly what we're doing at thelandgeek.com. Go over and meet our friends, Mark Podolsky, Scott Todd, Tate Litchfield, all these guys. They can walk you through this process of implementing this for yourself. Uh, but basically, all it is, we're buying raw land at a about 20 to 30 cents on the dollar, turning around and marketing that on like a retail level for people to buy that land from us on terms. So we're creating a note with that person and they're paying us monthly from then on out. But in some cases, they pay us with cash. And those would get exciting too. Well, by the way, I hope they always pay us with cash. <laughs> I mean, I, we haven't started accepting Bitcoin yet. Have hey, we? I'm just saying, don't say only cash because in the future, we may be wanting. Bitcoin. I know Elon Musk is now talking about accepting Bitcoin for Tesla. Are we going to start accepting Bitcoin for our land? Maybe even for uh, our, uh, in our uh, rental units and stuff? I mean, if you look at January, I think we should definitely take them up on that. <laughs> I think people would be dumb. Like, how in the world would you spend money on that? Like, you like you pay for something, and the next day it's up like 14%. You're like, I just lost money. <laughs> exactly. exactly. All right. Well, so the land business, we have multiple different land businesses, uh, some that are more kind of where we, we've kind of hired it out, where somebody's doing a lot of that for us. And as you said, we have terms of sales where we have properties that are just paying us every single month, which is really awesome to get. And then also we have some lump sums that came in. So our, our terms business, we brought in about $4,300 in cash flow for that month. And then in our sale, we sold six properties that uh, for a net profit of $25,000. That's not bad, Stallion. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying. You asked me before what's what's kind of one of my favorite things that we do. This to me is awesome because it is backed up by land, like collateral, true American dirt. They're not they're not making any more unless you live in Hawaii. Exactly, and it is one of those things that is super inefficient. So we can uh, take advantage of that 
and make it affordable for other people to own what they want anyway. I mean, it, this is awesome. Well, what I'd say too is that this is a business. It is a business. You have to start it. You have to put capital in. You have to put sweat equity in. You have to build systems. And if you follow the Land Geek group, they can actually show you how to do that stuff. And then ultimately, kind of have how we have, you can delegate and automate these things to where you're not actually having to perform the function. And hey, I, again, this is not perfect. We're still growing in this business, but January was a pretty good month. No doubt. No doubt. Now, quickly, we'll we'll run down the list here. Iron City Cattle, if, you, if you're familiar with our cattle, I would call it more of an experiment than a business. What would you say, Russ? It's something that I would like us to uh, divest out of <laughs> as fast as we can. Well, we are in the process of doing that. In the meantime, uh, actually, I don't know even if I told you this, but uh, Jamie and I were talking and he sold one of our cows for, um, I want to say it was like $4,500. I don't even have it on the report this month, but that is part of us divesting over time. So, so did that sale happen in January? It did. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, I'm about to put that on the board. That's, yeah, let's that's do it. That's something that I, I'll take $4,500. <laughs> let's all, do it. All day long. All right, so let's talk about the next thing that we work in, and that's short-term rental. And short-term rental business has been something that we, we've shared with you guys. We've been learning uh, individually of how to scale this business. And uh, with that, I think we've, we, we've built the business for it to be operating at 25 to 40 units. And so we've put a lot of systems, like we put operators in, we've bought technology, we've used things that we wouldn't normally have if you were running a one to four, four unit uh, property, that wouldn't be something that you would probably spend all right. the extra capital to do. But in the month of January, we brought in a little over $28,000 in rental income. Right. And that was just on 11 units that we have fully active uh, as of the end of January. We've since added some more in February. We'll be, be uh, updating you on that in the next month's episode. But, uh, but that's just based off of 11 units. Now, what's the good and the bad with that? Well, the good is, you know, we we made more than we uh, we 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 put out there. We brought in twenty eight thousand seven thirty five, and our expenses for that business were twenty five thousand seven ninety four. So we brought in about twenty nine hundred dollars, a little over that. If you did that on a per bed basis, that was about two hundred dollars per bed, and our our goal revenue is eight hundred dollars. Yeah, so it was off. Uh, and that, I think what we're learning is December, January are the slowest times of the year for people to be kind of moving about. Well, I think part of the things, too, that we're learning is that you, you got to have more people in place. Again, when we built this business, we we didn't know exactly what we were getting into. And most of the people we had been kind of learning from and talking to had one to five units. Well, when we scaled to 11 in a handful of months, <laughs> we, we kind of eclipsed the training that we were getting, and it was all kind of learning on the fly. And that was the reason why we actually created our own short-term rental mastermind of how to teach what we were learning in that getting one unit off the ground to you so that you could do this. But a part of this process is we're learning these systems, we're learning how to market better because we're heavily dependent right now on Airbnb, Joey. And I don't like that at all. Yeah, we don't that we we're all about trying to eliminate 
single point of failure within businesses. Um, part of the reason why we've scaled wealth without Wall Street is so it's not dependent 100% on you and me. And we now have a whole team that uh, is helping us to operate this business. Same thing with Wake Up in Birmingham. And so we've added some additional staff and we are now working more on the marketing side to uh, to to completely so what, take Airbnb out of the equation, hopefully. So let's talk about that, though. I, I really want to get feedback to people as they're creating, a, if they want to create this business on their own. When we say marketing and why Airbnb is a single point of failure, what do you mean by that? Well, I, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, if, if you're not paying attention to the environment right now, big tech has a lot more power than they should have, in my opinion. And if they want to change the algorithm or if they want to take over a certain sector and uh, push out the, the small guy, so to speak, then they can do it. And to be honest, I don't want to be dependent 100% on big tech uh, in that regard. Well, I don't want to be dependent on anything. That's the, I think they're – if. I mean, the whole purpose of us sharing this report is to talk about how to, to create multiple streams of income. Right. Well, no matter what business you're in, if you only have one customer, you're in danger. No doubt. Of, of, of going out of business. And the way I see it, our customer in this is right now Airbnb. Our customer is not the person renting the unit. Because that person renting the unit is coming to Airbnb, and Airbnb then is highlighting us as an outlet. Right. We are we we've got to find a way to create multiple customers, multiple outlets, multiple referral sources. And while Airbnb is quote unquote free, it's not free in the fact that people they when they do book on us uh, book uh, through Airbnb, we pay Airbnb a fee for that. But we don't have to pay them to market. Right? right. So they market and then we only pay them if someone books us. But I would love to get to a point where instead of them being 95% of our total revenue, they're representing 25%. Yeah, totally agree. And uh, so there's multiple things we're doing on that front. Like uh, what? Well, so for instance, we're getting all of our, our various local contacts that would be uh, advantageous to know about Wake Up in Birmingham. Just get the word out. Well, I that's important. Well, one of the things is building... A, a contact list, building out your your uh, contact uh, CRM. I, I don't even know what CRM stands for. You don't even know what it stands totally for. Totally, just it totally. I just went blank. Yeah, your contact RM <laughs> management. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think management. I don't know. Is it contact Russ management? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. Okay, well, whatever. But that's one of the biggest things that we know that email is important. We need to stay in front of people. We need to say, hey, by the way, you're a repeat customer. Come back. We've got a 20% discount for the next time you're in town. Please book through our, our main site, Wake Up in Birmingham. Yeah. And by the way, this uh, part of the episode is brought to you by <laughs> wakeupinbirmingham.com. We'd love for you to stay with us. And if you would mention the podcast, whenever you book, you'll get a discount code and something cool put in the room so next time you're in birmingham please hook up on wakeupinbirmingham.com all right joey let's talk about the uh the other business that we look so brilliant at right now <laughs> that we got involved in three years ago three years ago i'm genius i come to you and i say joey look this whole crypto space is booming mm. there's an opportunity for us to be able to buy computers that will do something online i don't quite understand what it is it's a function but what happens is it gets paid in this cryptocurrency called ethereum that neither you nor i have ever heard of 
but it's cool. Brilliant. And you can turn that stuff in for money. <laughs> and we we decided to buy these machines. Yep. And we we bought a uh, probably more than we should at the time. We bought, I think, 12 machines between the two of us. Yes. And and, and they cost, you know, seven or $8,000 a piece. We were paying a couple hundred dollars a month per piece, uh, a piece for them. And it seemed like the greatest thing until it didn't when the prices dropped to like $100 a, a coin. Okay, so let me clarify what you're saying. We, at least how we were thinking about this, we were learning about passive income and we were like, man, you know, you got turnkey rental properties. You can buy a hundred thousand dollar property, put 25,000 down and it might make you $300 a month net after all expenses. But then that's not considering the fact that you may have to change out a toilet. You got the dishwasher go out, like whatever, like these maintenance type issues and tenants and termites and all these other things. Right. And somebody says, Hey, well, you can just buy these computers. You pay a maintenance fee. And like, like you said, a couple hundred dollars a month, but they're making on average $700 a month. Well, because in, in terms of being able to turn that crypto, they, they were, they were, get, they were getting paid about 0.75 or 0.85 of one Ethereum coin at the time, which it was about a thousand dollars per coin. So, which it was like, Oh, our income is going to be 700 to $800. We're going to pay $200. We make $500. At, by a year in, we've actually got all our capital back, even probably before that, if you consider you get to depreciate the computer. Yep. And then every single month after that, you're putting $500 a month in your pocket. Like, this is a no-brainer. Yeah, and so that's what we intended. And literally within two months of us owning these, the price of Ethereum went from 1000 to like 600 to like 500 to 300 down to in the hundreds. Dude, dude, it didn't go that slow unless you were counting the seconds. Was that like a second <laughs> description of what was happening? It was a free fall. It was like, yeah, it, it was Tom Petty free falling. I'm just <laughs> telling you, it was not good. And so there was a couple, like a year and a half in there where we were literally paying more to manage these computers than it was bringing in a revenue. And so we weren't selling anything. And as we talked about in previous episodes, we did make the uh, ingenious decision to sell once we got back to how much money that we had put into them back in November. Now, if anybody wants to look at what the crypto prices were in November of 2020 and compare them to, you know, we're recording this at the beginning of February of 2021, you can say you guys are idiots. Exactly. And, and the answer is yes, we were. Uh, but at the same time right now, we, once you take in account how much income those 12 units are bringing in, Right now, we're bringing in a, a little over five thousand a month. Fifty-two hundred dollars was brought in in the month of January. That was for your yours. Oh, that was oh yeah. Just, that was just your seven computers. Oh, I like the fact, I like the fact that you broke it out separately. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I know you like to win, so you have fifty-two hundred. I had thirty-one hundred because I only have five machines. Yeah, but you take out the fifteen hundred or so it takes to to run those, and so we netted about what is that sixty seven hundred dollars between the two of us yeah or if you look at mine i i, I brought in forty two hundred <laughs> i need to combine these again this is <laughs> this is not going i well. love this this is great i'm winning guys i'm winning so this is just one of those things where of course you know the question comes joey do we buy more exactly and here's here's the reality if you have the ability to hold on 
in the event that it drops down like it did. Right. I mean, now we have been there and done that. We know the risk. And in my opinion, like I was paying the $650 a month knowing that I wasn't earning that in crypto during that year and a half, you know, desert wasteland that <laughs> we lived through. Then I think it might be a great idea, you know, to invest further into this because we're starting to see the institutional money hit the crypto markets well, like mass mutual like elon musk like these are big companies moving in buying billion dollar blocks of crypto and that that can only so be the, an indication of what's yeah, to come i, I know it's going to happen we're going to start getting text messages and emails and messages in the community from you saying hey by the way where did you guys buy those let us in <laughs> And here's the thing is that, that, as you might imagine, this space is being overrun right now. Prices where we bought these machines before at 7500 are now sell, selling for 10000 a piece. Where, you know, the, the price to manage them have gone up. Everything around this space is jumping. So I, I don't want to be the one telling you whether you should or should not get involved in this. Right. But just know that it's a peak. I, I, I fully anticipate there to be some pullback. Whether or not it pulls back and then goes back up at some point in the future, I don't know that. I, Joey, I do think I'm buying more. Actually, I know I'm buying more. I just put an order in for nine <laughs> more personally. Um, but that's that's me because I'm at a point now where I'm I, I'm going to start. I'm basically I'm reinvesting at the level I was before. So I've gotten all the money back from the original. I'm I'm going to keep pocketing this money. So even if you know, even if it pulls back a little bit, I think I can get to winning quicker because I'm in this position. But if you've never done this before, tread lightly, please tread lightly. It's and, so volatile. Yeah, it, it's so not. Volatile. It's not something. But if you do want to get involved in this and you want to know, like where we got involved, we're going to be offering a passive income mastermind soon, and all our connections that we have will be disclosed in that group. Are you looking for ways to implement ideas? get exposure to new ones and be surrounded by people on the same journey as you. Joey, where can they go to do that? Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash community. You can join for free today. All right. So catch us up on the multifamily space apartment complex that we've invested in. Uh, there's not a lot to say there. Is that crickets? Is yeah. that Did I hear crickets there? Yeah, this is one of those things where you and I have not had a lot of success personally in the long-term rental game, and I don't know if that's just us or us. But, it, <laughs> yeah, the, the apartment complex that we're in, uh, they, they joined together uh, like 13 or 14 different uh, individual units, basically put it into a fund, and they're in the process of trying to, from that organization, then start redistributing all back rents that were or back preferred dividends, if you will, to shareholders. And so I, I'm still waiting on that day. So there's Is there a, any horizon on that. There's a there's a cash windfall a coming uh, soon. They actually mentioned in a last report to us that they're actually looking at selling a handful of those because there's enough value uh, built up that you know demand for those are still pretty high. So I actually maybe getting some cash pretty soon, just nice. kind of in a lump sum on that. All right, but speaking of long-term rentals, I still have my condo that is a now part of our portfolio of uh, short-term rentals. And so it's still going strong, about $100, $125 a month right now in terms of net. However, I don't even know if I told you this. I knew it was coming. I've owned this condo for 15 years. 
And this is the first assessment. I just got the assessment. You know what I, what I mean by that? They want you to pay so they can do some repairs and updates yes, to the property. Yeah. Some deferred maintenance, if you will. And so I've got to write a check for a little over $7,000 before July. I thought you said 7000 Yes. So that $100 a month or so I get net, it, it just got obliterated. I'm glad that we signed a, um, a, a 10 year lease on that thing <laughs> at, at, at 1065 a month. Yeah. That's going up. No, uh, no, I'm just kidding. But it, this is the reality. You, you tune into this show because you don't want to hear all rainbows and unicorns all the time. <laughs> you want to hear the fact that we have challenges just like everybody else. And it's not easy. An assessment, 7,000 bucks. Heck, I got to write a check. And, but I will say this, what have you had not talked about? There may be other people in this condo complex right now that are struggling. Ooh. That say, you know what? 7,000 bucks. I can't pay that. Dude, we need to get on the, like the hit on that right now. There's people that want to exit. Exactly. Hello. So yes. how many of those people could we possibly talk about creative financing with yeah. to take over their mortgage and start them into our short-term rental business? Who, who's going to start this? Like, when do we, when do we start the mailing on this? Well, I figured I'd just unleash the hounds on this thing. Let's do this thing. Okay. All well, right. Anyway, just, just let you know, there's a negative, an assessment, but what, how could we possibly turn this into a positive? Yeah, we're going to, there's definitely people that cannot write. I mean, that, how many people can write a $7,000 check who's living in a place that maybe they paid a hundred grand for it? That's, I, I just remember that a hundred grand deal. was my first house that I bought. You asked me for 7,000, might as well have been a million. Be like, exactly. Yeah. Give me a hundred dollars and, and, and give me a couple hours in Vegas. I'll come back to you. <laughs> I mean, that, that was my only option. All right. That, that makes sense. All right. Let's go down really quickly. Uh, through some of the information space, as, as you know, our goal here is to constantly help you get to financial freedom. And along with that, you've been demanding things like courses and groups and other things. So our community is an area that we, we invest a lot of money in, invest time in, and it is also a, an area where we make money. So from our community this past month, if you take in our masterminds, our courses, and our groups, we brought in a, almost $9,000 in cash there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Now, it, it cost us money to do that. We, we, we spent almost $5,000 in order to do that. So we had about a net four grand uh, over the top of that. And, and let me just give you a couple quick highlights on that before we move on to uh, rainbows and unicorns. In our Freedom Seekers Masterclass, I'm just going to share with you from our perspective, this is something that we really feel like is going to be continuously uh, offered through our community, which we need to put a link into the show notes on this, how people can join this. Freedom Seekers is a done with you opportunity. So anybody can buy our courses and walk through them themselves. They can take the budgeting course. They can take the infinite banking course. They can take the taxes course. But when you go through it with a group and then you have a coach that has four specific one-on-one -on -one meetings with you to walk you through this, how much more accountable are you? Oh, it's so much better. Like you need a coach, bro. You got to have a coach to help push you along. I don't know any successful individual uh, athlete who hasn't at some point in time had a mentor and a coach that was pushing them forward. So uh, just really quickly, I, I'm really fired up. The last couple of coaching 
uh, meetings that we've had a part of Freedom Seekers, we have uncovered things that are life changing. And we've, we may have talked about this before, I'm not sure, but we figured out somebody was paying 33% of their net income towards some debts that were keeping them from starting their own coaching business that would give them the freedom that they want. Do you realize like the light bulb went off with this guy when we were meeting and we were talking through this? And then secondly, we used his investor DNA. Okay. That's his kind of personality profile as it relates to money and finance. And we uncovered like, man, there's something that's been blocking him from getting this coaching business off the ground. And we were able to talk about it freely and say, man, what if you did this, this, and this, how would that impact your ability to start this business? And it was like, aha, like, I don't know how to say it other than he's like, dude, I am about to crush this. And that was huge. So the investor DNA part to that, I think is so um, underused and underutilized that if you have not taken the the investor DNA in our, in our community, go to wealthwildwildstreet.com forward slash community, go to courses by the investor DNA. It's going to immediately give you feedback about yourself and that feedback can help you with decisions going forward. Now you partner the the report with someone who understands how to use that information and tell you more about yourself. So when you meet with the coach on our team, if you want to, you can combine and create a 15 minute call with wealthwildwallstreet.com forward slash free call. And if you will bring that report, they'll actually give you feedback from that report so that way you can understand what that really means. But what you're saying, and I've had this discussion with many people that's gone through this Freedom Seekers course, is that when I look at it, just for an example, I saw one, uh, this individual was an amazing analyzer. Their brain thought in numbers. They also was, they're very uh, people-oriented and empathize with situations. And one of the things I was talking about with this person, I said, when we're looking at this, there's some things that you need to be able to capitalize on, like your ability to analyze deals. So you need to be getting as many numbers of projects and opportunities out there as you can. So you can look at the numbers and you can use your skill set to maximize return. Right. I said, the other thing I know about this is that you need to have someone in between you and the individual, because for instance, you never want to be a landlord because if the person loses their job, you're not going to kick them and their two kids out because you're going to feel too much pain behind that, that you're going to want to take it on yourself and you're going to end up losing money because of it. And they're like, oh, absolutely. I do not want to be a landlord. Well, the rep- I, it wasn't like me being a Yoda in this moment. Like I I was literally just reading the tea leaks. I was like reading the document that was provided to give them feedback because of experience though. I've done it enough times. I understand what those reports are telling us. We can help people just see what the report's saying so that you can avoid pitfalls and also then maximize gifts and talents that you have. So if you haven't already, go take the investor DNA, take us up on the opportunity to have a 15-minute call with a coach and get on that path to financial freedom. So Joey, I know we got to wrap up, but I'm looking at this list. It looks like total income for the month of January from all of these different enterprises that that we were involved in brought in $82,000. That's amazing. That is awesome. And now it had expenses. It looks like we spent almost $39,000 in expenses. So for a net of a little over $43,000. Yeah. I'd say that this was our best month yet. Yep. And, and here's the thing. 
we are taking our own, we're eating our own cooking, as you said, where every month we're coming in and focusing on these numbers, focusing on creating passive income for the sense of freedom that is on the other side of it. Now, as we wrap up, how is it, how is this getting you closer to your goals, Russ? Well, in January, I, I took my family uh, on a ski trip. I was able to get away with them and we were able to spend some time really focused on just family time. And that when you're on the ski slopes, bro, there is no cell phone usage unless, unless you're willing to like lose a digit because I mean, you don't <laughs> want to take the finger out of the glove. So you don't even like open yeah. the cell phone. Like the cell phone doesn't really ever come out of the pocket unless you're maybe taking a picture at, at a slow moment. But man, I, I love that. That was just a moment in time where I was able to experience more time with my family and it is it's, it's knowing that hey look we were able to outside of our mainline business because this has nothing to do with what we you know how we make active income this is right. all what we would consider passive like it gives me freedom to say i can do that where you know those expenses are, are pretty hot i'm not going to say that you know they're not that that wasn't a really expensive trip but the reason i i felt the ability or the privilege to be able to go is because I knew that this money was helping pay for that. No doubt. No doubt. How about so, for you? Did you have an, a moment in, in January that you can look back on and say, Hey, I was able to spend a little more time with family. Well, I, I just feel like overall, I, I look at this as on a weekly basis. What am I able to do to start lowering the amount of required hours it takes in our mainline business because this is constantly kind of building up behind the scenes and I know it's there you know like that's kind of what you're saying is it gives you the freedom or the license to take that kind of a trip for me it's hey how can I go from 30 hours this week to 27 hours or 26 hours uh, in fact just just in the next couple coming months I'm gonna have three daughters involved in golf lessons and they're going to be involved in all summer these different play days and i'm just looking forward to those things being able to take them because i don't have to be at work every single day nine to five and i have the freedom flexibility to do that so those are the kind of things i hold on to all right sweet well thank you as always for enduring this report <laughs> i hope somewhat uh, something in here was informative inspiring challenging to you the, this is an opportunity for us to just, as Joey said, just be transparent, right? As these numbers get bigger and bigger, it gets exciting for us, but I hope it never comes across as us gloating or being prideful in this because our numbers are a fraction of what some of yours are, but maybe they're more than some of your, uh, than yours are. The whole point of this is that if we are putting these goals out and seeing them increase, we know the same thing can be true for you. So take action. If you haven't already, join the community. If you haven't taken the DNA, the investor DNA course, do that. Get on a, a, a phone call. There is a path to financial freedom, and we're happy to show you what that looks like and root you along on the way to getting there. So until our next episode, have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.